Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope your weekend is off to an early and fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including the National Football League. Are Panthers fans okay? The day after, we entered a preseason game with the Panthers visiting the New England Patriots with a lot of things on the checklist, but number one for virtually everybody, whether you like or hate the Panthers, the health of Cam Newton, specifically his surgically repaired right shoulder, as he made remember his preseason debut last night after simply sitting or more specifically watching and cheering from the sidelines as Kyle Allen and Will Greer and Taylor Heineke didn't look all that good for the most part as his, as his backup. Well, the shoulder looked okay, and he looked okay and completed some passes and took some hits. We didn't really see the full arm strength on display, but whereas he passed that test, he took a hit after a whiffed block by a backup tight end, and the Patriots harassed the Panthers QBs all night long, and he left the field with a different injury. We do have an update on that. We will share that shortly. I don't know how many teams in the NFL could win with their backup quarterback, but it is not a long list, and it does not include the Carolina Panthers. Not with those guys as Cam's reserves. We'll give you an update on Cam's. I saw sprained foot. I saw sprained ankle. For the record, as we get you more details on that, and as we look forward to Joe Person of the Athletic Carolina dropping by to talk all things NFL, I also have good, positive, fun updates on guys like former Duke quarterback Daniel Jones, former Wolfpack quarterback Ryan Finley. Remember, they're both NFL rookies. They actually played against each other last night. The Giants and the Bengals went at it as the Patriots were beating the Panthers. Nobody cares about the final scores, really. 10-3 it was for New England over Carolina. But Daniel Jones looked really, really good again for the New York Giants as the number six overall pick. A lot of people questioning that move by the Giants. Baker Mayfield taking a shot and then apologizing. Daniel Jones didn't even have a winning record as a starter at Duke. How can you spend a pick that high on a guy with that background? Well, Daniel Jones, still the backup to Eli Manning in New York, is looking really, really good out of the gate as a rookie. And Ryan Finley is looking like he's about to earn the backup job to Andy Dalton in Cincinnati. So those are some fun guys from our backyard worth following. Meanwhile, and you knew this was coming, Panthers safety Eric Reed after the game last night was asked, well, what do the Panthers do if Cam's out for a while? And he was careful with his words, but he basically said, if it's a little thing, we don't do anything. And we do our best with Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke and the rookie Will Greer until Cam, until Cam Newton comes back shortly. Well, if it's a bigger deal, of course, Eric Reed, one of his best friends, Colin Kaepernick, would remind everybody that that Kaepernick guy remains unemployed and would remind everybody 
that David Tepper was the only owner willing to stick his neck out in what is a divisive time for a lot of reasons in our country. David Tepper risked the wrath of the United States president and the NFL commissioner and his fellow owners by signing Eric Reed. And guess what? Eric Reed's turned out to be a pretty darn good safety. He's one of the better players in the NFC at that position. So we all know it wasn't just he's not good enough to play in Eric Reed's case, as he's proven that week by week over these last two years now. Colin Kaepernick, of course, is a different story, even more complicated. David Tepper, one of the only owners that would even consider such a thing, but it doesn't sound like that will have to be considered. Again, I'll get you more of those details on Cam Newton shortly. College football season is here, folks. Now, you do wait one more week to see some of the national heavyweights and some of the teams we follow here in our backyard. One week from now, we'll be talking about Georgia Tech at last year's national champion Clemson. That'll be a Thursday night game on the new ACC network. Some of you have questions on that. We'll get to those. Wake hosts Utah State on Friday next week. ECU and NC State play each other at Carter-Finley. That's next Saturday afternoon. We'll be there at Backyard Bistro with the Big Tailgate Tour from 9 to 11.30 a.m. leading up to that uh, noon kickoff. Don't forget to go to the website, bigtailgatetour.com. Tell us where your tailgate will be. You might be the winner of the Tailgate of the Week honor, which can also lead to Tailgate of the Year, which has thousands of dollars of prizes that comes with that. UNC is opening at South Carolina again that's next weekend in Charlotte. Duke, Alabama in Atlanta next weekend. Virginia Tech, BC, UVA, Pitt, FSU, Boise State. The Eli Drinkwitz era begins against East Tennessee State with the Mountaineers once again the favorite in the Sun Belt Conference, even with Scott Satterfield off to Louisville of the ACC. We have to wait for all that, but we don't have to wait any longer for an actual game, even one involving a top 10 team. The new Miami head coach, Manny Diaz, doesn't have the Hurricanes in that stratosphere just yet, but a legendary defensive coordinator in recent years. He's taking the Hurricanes to Orlando tomorrow to face the number eight Florida Gators. Now, these two used to play all the time. They haven't played as much lately. It is the national TV game tomorrow night on ESPN, and the Gators do carry that number eight ranking in the polls, the preseason polls for Dan Mullen, their head coach. The Hurricanes, remember, are one of the candidates. If your crystal ball is clear, all power to you because it is hard to figure out who besides Clemson in the ACC in football is going to be good this year. Syracuse was a top 25 team last year. They're in the top 25 in the preseason polls. Will it be the Orange? Will it be the Canes? Will it be UVA, Virginia Tech, Florida State, somebody else? We'll see. But we get our first look at any of those teams as the Hurricanes play the Gators in Orlando. UM and Florida both have, if you're an NFL fan, guys on their way to the next level. Neither is loaded the way you may have gotten used to seeing them when UM was that five-time national champion with various big-name head coaches or when a Steve Spurrier or an Urban Meyer was ro roaming the sidelines in Gainesville. There's a lot of talent out there, but both defenses look to be better and more talented and more experienced than both offenses. We'll see how that shakes out starting tomorrow night in Orlando on ESPN. There's a redshirt freshman. As Wolfpack fans are still waiting to hear who their starting quarterback is, as Mac Brown in Chapel Hill has handed the keys to the true freshman, Sam Howell, as Duke has a fifth-year senior, Quentin Harris, as Wake has two guys they can win with in their eyes, 
The, the starter, Jamie Newman, just got that nod recently. The guy who started most of the games last year, Sam Hartman, is back for his sophomore year, but in a backup role. The Miami Hurricanes are turning to a redshirt freshman. So you got to try to beat the number eight team in the country. You're not in Gainesville, but you are away from home. And Orlando, if you don't know your geography all that well in the Sunshine State, is a lot closer to Gainesville than it is to, to the southern tip of Florida or Coral Gables near those keys. Jaron Williams is thrown into the fire as the Canes starting quarterback. More on that matchup, more on college football, and, of course, your answers to our questions of the day on the NFL. We are in free-for-all Friday mode. What does that mean? Well, Monday through Thursday, I tend to look at my screen, and every line is filled with a caller from somewhere in North Carolina or beyond. It leads to long wait times. It long, leads to lots of busy signals, four out of every five shows, since we became syndicated and statewide long, long ago. Free for All Friday is carved out to allow for your participation with fewer busy signals, shorter waits. If we like your topic or you have a creative point to make, complaint to file, it is all fair game. You know where to find me once a week and only once a week. You know how it works in sports radio, four days a week for, other, for us, every day for others. You guys should talk more about this and less about that. Well, you know what we do on Fridays? We give you the ability to solve that problem. You want to talk more about this? Steer us in that direction, and that automatically means we're talking less about whatever other thing is bothering you. See how you participate? Free for All Friday was created with that in mind. We have one and only one guest today. We typically have three in our three-hour show, sometimes even more than that. We'll get to other things. Team USA is on its way to China with a less stacked roster than we've seen virtually any time in the last 30 years. Kemba Walker, one of the stars. Harrison Barnes, Jason Tatum, Mason Plumley, guys we know well from around here are also on that roster. Major League Baseball is entering the final 20% of its marathon regular season with the Yankees and the Dodgers among the best teams in baseball and playing each other this weekend in what some would think could be a World Series preview. The Little League World Series is coming Coming down the stretch, the Winston-Salem Open, which is an outstanding ATP tennis top-level event right here at Wake Forest University, a wonderful tennis complex. As that event comes down its stretch, you know, semifinals, etc., the U.S. Open is finishing qualifying, and the big bracket actually begins Monday. One of the first-round matches in the U.S. Open tennis will be Serena Williams against Maria Sharapova in the first round. So tennis fans have a lot to be excited about, just as NASCAR fans, basketball fans, baseball fans, golf fans have the tour championship. It's in Atlanta. There is a 30-man field. You had to earn your way into this opportunity to perhaps cash the $15 million grand prize winner's check. Leaders entering today's second round included, well, led by three Americans, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, and Xander Schofley. Rory McIlroy is just one stroke back there. We'll get into a little bit of a lot of other things, including the big tailgate tour. Did you know that Tom Brady's application to trademark the phrase Tom Terrific. Remember that upsetting Reds fans and Mets fans who like that Tom Seaver guy and want to protect his memory and legacy? Tom got an answer today. I'll share that on the other side. And we'll talk about Cam Newton. I'll give you more details, and I'll ask you these questions. If you're a Panthers fan, besides Cam, what did you like or what did you not like from your team last night against the Patriots? And another question with Cam in mind. 
Is there any NFL team right now in your eyes that would make the playoffs this year if it had to use its backup quarterback for a big chunk of the regular season or maybe even all of the regular season? I don't know how long that list is, but it ain't long and it doesn't include the Panthers. Your answer to that question, and you steer our ship elsewhere. I have NHL headlines as the Canes still await an answer from their captain, Justin Williams, and as they unveiled recently their their new road white jerseys. Meanwhile, an NHL star just got a four-year banned from international competition even after dodging any discipline at all from the National Hockey League. Weird story from that sport. We have the best of Mike Leach for you today. The Washington State head coach is a great interview. He's an eccentric guy. He's been a guest dozens of times on our airwaves. He has a history of winning in places where it's hard to win. Texas Tech and Big 12 country nowadays, Washington State. He went 11-2 and with the Cougars last year. Pac-12 coach of the year and the national coach of the year, at least in some of those awards, he was the winner. His rants and musings on not just football, but random things like wedding advice and dating advice and cargo shorts and cats and player girlfriends, it's really priceless material. And just as we turn Free For All Friday over to you for creative and unusual and sometimes off the beaten path things, we reserve the right to do the same with, uh, in this case, Mike Leach of the Washington State Cougars. Audio from him in his own words. Your phone calls ramp up on the other side. I have questions about Nike money and former Duke star Zion Williamson and an agent-related lawsuit that he and his family remain in. Your questions, your comments, your complaints, as long as it has to do with either the sports world or this syndicated regional sports radio show or a combination of those two things the question comment or complaint is fair game hard to get in four days a week easier to get in every free for all friday we're halfway to margaritaville we invite you to the party we'll follow your lead on the other side i'll give you my answers to those questions of the day 1-800-849-2761 college football is here more on that story with your calls next on the david glenn show Coach Lou Holtz is joining us. What can you tell us about those four seasons in Raleigh? Everybody from North Carolina calling us Moo you and Agriculture you. And I remember walking in the press conference saying, I want everybody in the state to understand agriculture is better than no culture. Stay with us on the David Glenn Show. Everybody was geared up for this one, you know, and, and, and again, it was an opportunity to get on play. And, you know, it can happen on game one in the regular season. So to, 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 to sit here and, and say that, well, you know, if you don't play these games, then you play on game, day one, he gets hurt in day one, then what do you do? Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. That's Ron Rivera of your Carolina Panthers. Carolina lost at New England last night. Nobody cares that the Panthers dropped to one and two on a four-game preseason schedule. But everybody cares and knows how important it is for Cam Newton to be healthy. Well, his surgically repaired right shoulder appeared okay in his relatively brief appearance against the Patriots last night. But he took some hits, and one of those hits on a sack after a whiffed miss block by backup tight end Chris Manhurts led to him limping off the field, gradually going to the locker room, and leaving the stadium in a boot. We do have that football update and some others 
as we come to your statewide phone calls, it is free for all Friday. We do have more lines open. We do have shorter wait times. It is always the best day of the week to chime in, especially if you want to talk about something beyond the NFL, college football, and other headlines that we introduced a little bit earlier this hour. You can be next right now at 1-800-849-2761. One thing I promised in particular is the update on Cam Newton as we come to your calls. The questions of the day for a reminder, besides Cam, Panthers fans, what did you like? What did you not like from your team against New England last night? And the broader question, is there any NFL team that would make the playoffs this year in your eyes if it had to use its backup quarterback for maybe a big chunk of the regular season or maybe even all of it? My Eagles won the Super Bowl with backup quarterback Nick Foles. But I'm telling you, it's a short list. And you better hope that Cam Newton is okay because Kyle Allen and rookie Will Greer, who knows what he becomes someday, but rookie Will Greer and or Taylor Heineke ain't taking you where you want to go if you're a Carolina fan. Remember, the other three quarterbacks, two of the three, undeniably outstanding. Drew Brees with the Saints in the NFC South. Matt Ryan with the Falcons. Who knows what you get about out of Jameis Winston as the pressure is on him in Tampa Bay. But all three of those guys also have something Cam doesn't have when he's healthy, and that is a big-time number one wide receiver, right? Michael Thomas got his contract extension in New Orleans, and Julio Jones is one of the best in the business in Atlanta, and the owner there is keeping him happy, and Mike Evans has been a sensation to Tampa Bay. Cam has some interesting targets, and they hope one or more, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, et cetera, step up. But it starts to get a little scary when Cam gets hurt and those three teams have their big-time wideouts and you have this different combination of McCaffrey out of the backfield and Greg Olson as a pass-catching tight end, it gets tricky. As we come to your calls, 1-800-849-2761. Darren, have you ever seen the movie My Left Foot? I don't think I've seen it. I am aware of it, okay. though. It is from the 1990s. And you and I have a lot of similarities. I would describe it as an inspirational movie. My left foot. Perhaps something you can tackle between now and when football season really, really ramps up. It, you know the actor Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes, of okay. course. Daniel Day-Lewis plays an Irishman born with cerebral palsy horrible disease that in his case it impacts different people different ways but from birth he had full control only over his left foot seriously and this is actually based on a true story it's one of those we're taking some liberties with the real story but it is based on a true story from ireland i say it's inspirational because that young man cerebral palsy imagine only being able to control your left foot fully in your entire body that young man went on to be an inspiration in his community. He became an artist. He, like, fell in love. He, he met girls. I mean, it was just amazing, okay, inspirational. My Left Foot Panthers version is the opposite of an inspirational movie. It would be a football-freaking nightmare for my left foot Cam Newton. That's, that's what he hurt last night. There's no Daniel Day-Lewis saving the day here. There is no Irishman born with cerebral palsy who becomes an inspiration to the community and eventually through this movie, the world. It's from the 1990s, so it's not from truly ancient history. You can still find My Left Foot, the movie. The question is, is my left foot, when that phrase is uttered by Cam Newton, is my left foot going to be okay by the time the L.A. Rams visit Bank of America Stadium on 
September 8th in the regular season opener. Marty Herney, Panthers GM, answered that question to a degree without the distraction of the whole Daniel Day-Lewis, my left foot movie story. And he said the Panthers are, quote, cautiously optimistic that Cam will be available to play week one after he tweaked that foot slash ankle. It was diagnosed as a mild sprain of his left foot nothing inspirational to see there check out the movie if you get a chance 1-800-849-2761 miami and florida get the college football regular season started that is tomorrow night there are preseason nfl games again tonight and tomorrow and sunday night and then we turn the page to week four of course no cam and i wouldn't be surprised if ron rivera like protected a lot of other key people in preseason game four it is truly irrelevant the Sean McVay Rams approach to keeping virtually all your starters on the sidelines for the entirety of the preseason looks wiser and wiser all the time, especially given that his controversial and non-traditional approach as a young NFL head coach did not prevent his Rams from making it all the way to the Super Bowl one year ago. He's doing the same thing now. Says he knows why fans are mad about it, knows why TV executives are mad about it. Nobody likes seeing third stringers play against third stringers, and people pay for these tickets to preseason games. But bottom line is you got to win when the games start mattering. And if Cam Newton were not available against the Rams, that turns upside down any projections of the Panthers making the playoffs one more time. 1-800-849-2761. Steve wants in on the Panthers. Jason wants in on college football. Others are joining from the mountains and the beach, and you can jump in in between. 1-800-849-2761. The best of Washington State head coach Mike Leach. He was asked about wedding advice a while back, and I loved his answer as a guy who's been through a wedding myself as the groom and a whole bunch as a best man or a groomsman. That best of Mike Leach, longtime guest here on the David Glenn Show, he was asked this week about cats. Can you imagine asking Nick Saban in preseason camp about cats or cargo shorts? or players' girlfriends, or dating advice. Do you know how Nick Saban would look at you in that press conference? Mike Leach is just a different cat, pun intended, and he has fun with those questions. Some of the best of Mike Leach on the other side for your halfway to Margaritaville enjoyment on this free-for-all Friday edition of the program, and then we'll get as many of your calls in as you like. You do not, you do not want to miss the National College Football Coach of the Year on any of those topics, frankly, but on Cats this week, not the movie. I mean like the felines and not, not the cougars of Washington State, not that cat. You know, household cats, those cats. Mike Leach on Cats and as many of your free-for-all Friday phone calls as we can get to. That's next on the David Glenn Show. I don't want those damn dookies rooting for us. They've hated all year long. Let them go right on hate. If the situation were reversed, I would hope they would lose by a hundred. You're in fantasy land if you ever think NC State's going to make it back to the national championship game. So just forget that right now. Go to hell, Carolina. Go to hell. Keeping the peace in NC on the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Steve and Jason and Bobby and others want in on the week that was or the weekend to come. We're talking Cam Newton, the Panthers, the NFL. Question of the day, is there an NFL team that would make the playoffs this year if it had to use its backup QBs for a big chunk of the season, if not all of it? The update on Cam's left foot today. 
is that it's just a mild sprain and he is expected to be ready to go against the Rams when the regular season begins for the Panthers on September 8th. The regular season is here for college football. Only a handful of teams this weekend, but as we wish all the high school football players across North Carolina and their moms and dads and coaches well this weekend as that ramps up, it is Miami against Florida on national TV tomorrow night, ESPN. The Gators are number eight in the nation. The Canes have a lot of NFL talent, most of it on the defensive side of the ball. It will be fun to get a look at one of the potential contenders in the ACC go against a team in Florida ranked in the national top ten. We're going to sprinkle in the best of Washington State football coach Mike Leach today. He had an answer to a question about cats after he tweeted about cats he doesn't understand why so many people claim to hate cats now he was a guest on our show regularly throughout his time at texas tech shout out to my former producers jared brooks and hayes permar for making that magic happen he hasn't been with us as much since he went to washington state but those are hard places to win he's won in both places he was 11 and 2 last year pac-12 coach of the year and the national coach of the year according to some He's a great interview. He's an eccentric guy. He's a college football coach with a legal background, and you can imagine some of the goofy conversations he and I had along those lines. But if you ask him, unlike, say, a Nick Saban, who's going to hit you with eye darts, if you ask him about anything unrelated to maybe that opener against David Cutcliffe and Duke a week from now, Leach invites weird questions, and he actually has fun with them rather than being the button-down, angry-style, no-nonsense, stay-between-the-lines Nick Saban. One of the reasons I like Dabo Sweeney of Clemson more than I like Nick Saban is that Dabo's more of a down-to-earth guy. He might not be Mike Leach philosophical on cargo shorts and wedding advice, but Dabo lets his hair down, if you will. Mike Leach keeps his hair down. And when he was asked about his tweet about cats, as we come to your calls, 1-800-849-2761, and we're worried about a big cat, Panthers quarterback Cam Newton. Here's Mike Leach responding to a question about his tweet on hating cats. Somebody, I can't remember, somebody said that in passing, you know, one of the, I hate cats, you know, somebody really hates cats. And I've never figured that one out. Uh, I've never figured. I mean, and a credit to cats, the ability to generate that much yeah. animosity, yeah. you know. And I'm not sure how close of a relationship some of these people are planning to have with a cat or why they would value the opinion of a cat or their perceived opinion of a cat. Um, I'm indifferent about cats, but... Uh, I just, I've never understood how a cat can uh, accelerate that much uh, uh, animosity. I mean, to me, it's just a cat. It's just a squirrel. It's just a dove. It's just a rabbit. I mean, what do I care, you know? So, anyway. The best of Mike Leach will continue later in today's Free For All Friday edition of the program with wedding advice for you. And as a guy who's been through a lot of weddings, only once as a groom, I advise you to take his words to heart. That's later. Your calls are now. Stephen Apex wants in on the Panthers. Others on the question of the day. Bobby wants in on the Cowboys. Jason wants in on college football. Steve, after the Patriots, took out the Panthers and took out Cam Newton. Welcome to Free For All Friday. Go right ahead. Dave, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Halfway to Margaritaville. How are you? Dave, I think we need to we need to get all the way into Margaritaville. I mean, this 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 broken record is getting irritating to me. I mean, what is the general manager doing? Because it seems like we 
don't never, I mean, never, in the last three, uh, last three, you know, voting, I mean, drafting people, we haven't done anything about the secondary. I mean, there's one thing that you got to make a good catch, but when somebody's not even in the frame when they're throwing the ball, it, it, it's totally ridiculous. And who is our fullback? I mean, it's nice to have, you know, Artis Payne and, and, you know, and I like my man from Stanford, but they too light to actually run through gaps and, you know, knock hands away. Where's our Jonathan Stewart people? Here's the I mean, hey. Here's we the good news about your. Need to do something here, about this secondary because it, it can't stop anything. I see the same old record. It's funny you bring up the secondary the day after they actually limited Tom Brady some, and the Patriots only ended up with ten points. So I mean, I don't know why that's on your mind today. The Panthers held the New England Patriots to ten points. Now I agree. I actually like the Panthers starting secondary. There's nothing wrong with James Bradbury at one corner, Dante Jackson at the other. Eric Reed is playing outstanding safety, although he may have a fine and a problem coming for one of his tackles here in the preseason. Trey Boston has solidified the other safety position, at least for now. We'll see if that turns out to be a weak link. I mentioned on yesterday's show the Panthers don't have enough quality D-backs. And when most NFL teams play five in the secondary on a huge percentage of snaps, it's no longer like who are your four starters. It's really more who are your five starters back there. And I'm not sure they have somebody they're in love with. Former Duke star Ross Cockrell may be an answer to that. Former Miami star Corn Elder may be an answer to that. But I thought it was a red flag when Rashawn Golden, they spent a pretty high draft pick on him out of Tennessee. And he was a guy with a little bit of a checkered past. He was left at home rather than going to New England. And it was not for injury-related reasons, which, of course, well, what was it for? And then they don't tell you. That's not a good sign for a guy who was given a chance to be a starter at safety, fell short of that. You can't have top three-round picks this earlier in their career falling by the wayside. Successful teams don't lose too many of them. So, for example, Ohio State wideout Curtis Samuel went from horrible rookie year in part because of injuries to better second year last year to now he's like the preseason camp MVP. So you're, you're, about, you're about to give a verdict. Was, was Curtis Samuel a mistake? And as you're about to give a yeah, he was a mistake, he blossoms. That's what you need more of in a successful franchise. Rashawn Golden was designed to solve the problem Stephen Apex is, is calling about. James Bradbury was a high pick, and he's worked out. Dante Jackson was a high pick out of LSU. I, I, don't, I won't call him a proven commodity yet, but I saw more good than bad last year. They just need more stories like that and fewer stories like, you know, is Rashawn Golden going to make the team? Like, are you going to have to give up on a guy that early for reasons that the coaches won't explain to us? I agree with you that the secondary is one of the weaker links of the chain. If you ask for highlights from last night, Brian Burns is chasing and sacking quarterbacks. He has four sacks in three preseason games as, as a new hybrid end type now that Ron Rivera is playing the 3-4 defense more often. That he's a hybrid end. He's a little undersized to be a defensive end, but he's pretty quick and good enough to be that outside linebacker type. He was great at Florida State. And now, at least at this point, he's had a heck of a debut as the Panthers' first-round draft pick. So I still see more good than bad on defense. Again, they, I wonder about Steve sometimes. They gave up 10 points to Tom Brady last Credit night. Credit to Cats. That's not bad. Credit to the Cats on the defensive side of the ball, as Mike Leach might say. 10-3 was the final. Again, the bigger story, of course, Cam Newton sprained left foot. He is expected to be okay, and it is a mild sprain. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. 
I'm concerned about the offensive line a little bit. They've had some rough moments here as a, you know, kind of a rekindled group. No more Ryan Khalil. You have a new center in Matt Paradis coming off of an injury. Trey Turner's fine. But they need to find five that can keep Cam Newton healthy. It was a tight end who missed the block last night that got Cam hurt. But that front five needs time to come together, and they haven't come together just yet. 1-800-849-2761. For the record, my question of the day is not getting many yes answers. It was, is there any NFL team that would make the playoffs this year if it had to use its backup QB for a big chunk or more of the regular season? Do you know who the backup QBs are around this league? I mean, I guess you'd say Kyle Allen right now for the Panthers because Will Greer hasn't been good enough yet as a rookie. Of course, they expect the kid originally from Charlotte, Florida, then West Virginia at the college level. Of course, they expect him to be Cam's backup at some point. He doesn't look ready for that, as his pick six against the Bills suggested. But how many of these names excite you? Uh, A.J. McCarron is a backup quarterback in Houston to Deshaun Watson. You're going you're gonna to make the playoffs without Deshaun and with A.J. McCarron? Like, just ask yourself, what is the swing in wins? 16 games of Deshaun Watson in the AFC South for the Houston Texans versus whatever, 8, 10, 12 games of A.J. McCarron if they needed to go to their backup. That's not a small swing. I don't know what it is, but it's not a win. <laughs> it's, it's like playoffs or not playoffs. For some of these teams, it's 10-6 and six or 6-10. Six and 10. That's how important it is. Again, the Panthers appear to have dodged a bullet, but you know who Dak Prescott's backup is in Dallas right now? Given the Vaught family's allegiance to the Cowboys, I there, don't even know the answer to that. It's it's either it's either Cooper Rush or Mike White or a draft pick. I <laughs> I couldn't pick any of them out on the street if they at that past point. Me. Just put Zeke alone in the backfield and let him take the snaps. A possible correct answer could be the New York Giants. Daniel Jones, lighten it up in the preseason. Have you seen his numbers? The former Duke star is looking really, really good. He looked really good against the Bengals last night. And listen to these numbers for Daniel Jones of Duke, number six overall for the entirety of the preseason so far. He is completing more than 80% of his passes through three games. He is 25 of 30 for 369 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. That is a passer rating of 140.1. That's Daniel Jones, Giants backup to Eli Manning. That may be a correct answer. I don't know if the Giants are good enough overall to be a playoff team, Eli or Daniel, but it's one of the few teams in the NFL where you don't automatically flinch if you go from the starter to the backup. My Eagles don't have Nick Foles anymore in case something goes wrong with Carson Wentz. Josh McCown was just uh, signed out of retirement to be the backup for Carson Wentz. Some people thought the Panthers missed an opportunity to sign him when, when it became clear he was considering jumping back onto an NFL roster. It ain't pretty, man. Matthew Stafford's backup is either Josh Johnson, Tom Savage, or David Fales with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Matthew Stafford gives you a chance, right? And I don't think the Lions are going to be great. I don't think it's one of those 10 and 6 or 6 and 10. I don't think the Lions are good enough. But one picture is a lot prettier than the other picture. And I'm telling you, most places in the NFL fit that description. It'd be hide your eyes time 
if that injury to Cam last night was more serious than it turned out to be. 1-800-849-2761. Dan, Jason, Bobby, and others want in on Free For All Friday. Exercise your freedoms with your question, comment, or complaint. 1-800-849-2761. As Cam Newton's dealing with a sprained left foot, Tom Brady both got the win last night in his first preseason appearance for the Patriots. He had been held out as well. And he got a verdict this morning. Tom Brady's representatives had gone to the United States Patent and Trademark Office and asked to trademark the phrase Tom Terrific for him. He got his answer this morning. I'll tell you what the answer was and why he got it, as perhaps New York Mets and Cincinnati Reds baseball fans are smiling. More on that story with more of your calls next on The David Glenn Show. The great difference between sport and capital E Entertainment and capital S Sport is that we don't know the outcome. And that feeling of uncertainty, positively or negatively, is unique. We are quoting Bob Ryan the way I would quote, you know, Aristotle or Confucius. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to The David Glenn Show. I think Doug in Roxborough has one of the best answers to our question of the day. Dan in Chapel Hill has the best question I have received from our statewide syndicated audience so far today. It is free for all Friday. Weights are shorter. More lines are open. We take more calls. Joe Person of The Athletic Carolina is our only guest. That is next hour. Cam's foot is only a mild sprain. You will not see him again in the preseason. You are expected to see him against the Rams on September 8th. Couple of weeks, couple of full weeks plus for him to heal after last night's scare up in New England. Your questions, comments, complaints, prognostications are all fair game as we pick over the NFL. The start of college football season, Miami against Florida in Orlando is tomorrow night on ESPN. The NASCAR guys are off this weekend. I know a lot of you are headed to Darlington next weekend when they return to action. Check out some ATP level tennis at the Winston-Salem Open, which continues into the weekend. The U.S. Open begins its big bracket on Monday after qualifying concludes this weekend. Doug is in Roxborough. If you're just joining us, my broad question of the day came with the Cam Newton scare in mind. Is there any NFL team that would make the playoffs this year, even if it had to use its backup quarterbacks for a big chunk of the regular season or maybe even all of it? I do think there are a few correct answers, just like the Eagles won it all a couple years ago with Nick Foles filling in for the injured Carson Wentz. The Panthers are not a correct answer to this question, at least as their roster is currently constructed, but I think there are a few correct answers. Doug and Roxborough might have one of them. Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead yes sir i want to say teddy bridgewater behind uh drew Brees, and i'll let you take it from there yeah i don't know if you've been watching the saints a lot in new orleans there's a lot of talk because and, and if doug wants to correct me if he's a saints fan he can do so if i get any of these details wrong the bottom line is teddy bridgewater had a really good game earlier in the preseason for the saints against i believe it was like the viking starters and then he had a bad second game Well, Taysom Hill, you know, their third stringer, who's kind of like that Joe Webb type guy. Remember the Panthers' third string quarterback, Joe Webb, was really an emergency QB, but he was such a good athlete that he was a special teams demon and did some other things for them. Well, Taysom Hill, college quarterback, is that kind of figure for Sean Payton in New Orleans. And Taysom Hill puts up, like, ridiculously nice numbers against somebody's third-team defense. And the next thing you know, I mean, I'm not going to paint with a broad brush, but I'll just say a lot of Saints fans are, isn't Taysom Hill really our number two? 
because Bridgewater had a bad game against somebody's first team, and then Hill lights it up against the third stringers. I don't think Sean Payton is thinking that way, and I agree with Doug and Roxborough. I don't know how long this list is. You know, maybe the New England Patriots are so good, as they usually are, that Brian Hoyer could lead them to a playoff bid, even if TB12 went down. Speaking of that, let me deliver on one thing I promised as we continue with your calls. Tom Brady's representatives applied to trademark the phrase Tom Terrific not long ago, and he got his verdict late yesterday. It was reported earlier today. Do you remember on our show, we had New York Mets fans calling and complaining. We had Cincinnati Reds fans calling and complaining. One of the greatest pitchers of all time was in my generation as a young baseball fan, Tom Seaver, superstar with the Reds and the Mets. And his nickname was Tom Terrific. Now, a lot more people call Tom Brady TB12 or call him, you know, Giselle's husband or something else. It wasn't really, he claimed he was not really trying to claim and steal Tom Terrific away from the baseball legend Tom Seaver. His representatives claimed that somebody was trying to build a brand at the expense of Tom Brady using that nickname and somehow profit off of Tom's likeness. So to protect himself, he filed this trademark application. The long story short and the end result is that the appeal or the uh, application has been denied. And the way it was worded, it was almost like they were writing to Mets and Reds fans. The United States Patent and Trademark Office declined the application for the trademark, specifically using this language. They did so because, quote, the applied for mark consists of or includes matter which may falsely suggest a connection with Tom Seaver. That's as direct as it gets. You're not getting your trademark because it's more closely associated with a guy who is still revered by baseball fans. Heck, I didn't even root for his teams, and I revere him as well. TB may have TB12 and other trademarks, guacamole, ice cream, and otherwise, but he does not get Tom Terrific, and I think most sports fans celebrate that verdict from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. We'll get to more of your calls. Dan in Chapel Hill wants to know, Who's the best college football team in the state going to be this year? As we go to Dan and others on the other side, Jason, Bobby, Peter, we'll get to as many as we can. I will ask Dan to clarify, Darren. You know, I have a legal mind. I need to know whether he means who will have the best record, which would be one answer, or like who would be the best football team subjectively, even if they might have a lesser record because of more difficult competition, tougher league, tougher schedule, whatever. You know, maybe I'll give both answers, but I want to know what Dan means. We'll get to Dan. We'll get to you. It's free for all Friday, 1-800-849-2761. That's next on the David Glenn Show. You like college football? It's Taj Boyd. Taj, how are you? Welcome I'm to good. the show. Dave, man, I appreciate you having me on the show. I'm excited to be here, man. I'm excited for the question that you're going to ask. Mark Richt of Georgia, please stop taking our best high school football players, but otherwise, thank you for the visit. Last thing for Virginia Tech coach Frank Beamer. So do we. The David Glenn Show. Thanks, David. Appreciate it a lot. You got it.